This episode is brought to you by Outgrow. We always talk about great tools on how I built it. And one great tool is Outgrow. It's in a growth marketing platform that enables marketers to create intuitive, no-code tools such as calculators, chatbots, assessments, and quizzes. Outgrow co-founders started by designing a mobile app cost calculator and quickly saw the power of interactive tools. So they built a SaaS tool called Outgrow so that any marketer or entrepreneur can build calculators and interactive tools to improve their customer acquisition. Now, recently over on my YouTube channel, I talked all about our chatbots worth it and Outgrow has given me a simple solution to test out whether a chatbot is worth it for me. But because they do so many other things, if the chatbot doesn't work, maybe I can build out a quiz or a calculator instead. Today, Outgrow is used by over 5,000 companies and has a powerful builder with a wide range of embeds, over 1,000 templates, along with the analytics and integrations every modern marketer would want. You can sign up for Outgrow at outgrow.co slash joe. That's outgrow.co forward slash J-O-E to get a special 30-day free trial, no strings attached. Take action today and try Outgrow for your business over at outgrow.co slash joe. Thanks so much to Outgrow for supporting How I Built It. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 206 of How I Built It. Today's sponsors are Outgrow, Text Expander, and Restrict Content Pro. You'll be hearing about them later on in the episode. This week, you have just me again. Last week, I told you about my failed Patreon experiment. This time around, this episode, I should say, I want to tell you about how I built the Build Something Club, the tools I used, the decisions I made. And I want to share some resources. In Build Something More, the uh, Build Something Club exclusive podcast, uh, which is basically this episode with uh, no ads and more content. Uh, I will talk about how I evaluated membership tools, how I almost went with wishlist member. I'll talk a little bit deeper about uh, choosing Slack over Discord, spoiler alert. Uh, And I'll share some other resources in the show notes there, like handwritten notes and things like that. So if you're interested, you can sign up over at buildsomething.club. I'm still running that founder's promo. So instead of $5 a month or $50 a year, you can uh, sign up for like $375 a month or $37.50 a year, uh, which is a 25% discount. And you will have that price for the lifetime of your membership. So really great way to support this show, uh, as well as get extra content and resources. Plus you will get a member chip. Uh, it's a poker chip that says build something club has the, how I built it logo on it. I'm really excited about these. Uh, and every member will get one. So, uh, there you go. Sign up over at buildsomething.club. If you want to get more content now, if you want to hear how I built it first and then sign up later, feel free to do that too. So let's get into this episode. Uh, First of all, again, I said, I told you last week how I failed miserably, not miserably. I would say miserably is nobody signed up, Uh, but it was pretty bad, right? Because a couple people signed up, but I definitely underdelivered for them. And I uh, carry that guilt to this day. (laughs) But um, there were a bunch of reasons why Patreon did not work for me. The main reason being I overpromised and I underdelivered. I also didn't really understand how the Patreon platform worked. Uh, I I understood it in the sense of uh, like at the technological level or like the, the philosophical level, right? People pay me and then I post stuff to Patreon that they get access to. But their fee structure was a mystery to me. And last week in Build Something More, I actually like went through and figured out how much money I made and how much they took in fees. 
And it it turned out to, between credit card fees and the Patreon fee, it turned out to be like 15%, which is a lot. Uh, and I also didn't understand kind of the community aspect of Patreon. So I didn't understand why I should be offering certain things or how I should offer them the delivery aspect of it. I was definitely in someone else's playground, but I was like half blindfolded playing in that playground. So this time around, I wanted something I had more control over, something that I could understand more implicitly. And since how I built it is built on WordPress, a membership plugin made the most sense. Uh, now, I'll, I'll tell you the uh, the membership plugin I decided to go with in a minute. I, I'm, I suspect based on the sponsors for this episode, you'll be able to figure it out. But there are other platforms like Memberful, right? Memberful uh, makes it super duper easy for you to set up a, a members only area, not on your website. They handle the, the fees and things like that. And they offer uh, a, a private podcast feed, which is the number one thing I need for my membership because that's the main uh, that's the main benefit is the private podcast with the bonus episodes, with the ad-free extended episodes and things like that. But it's also a pretty limited feature set. Uh, while Memberful might be great for connectors or people who are just looking to have a private podcast, um, it didn't quite offer everything I wanted. I believe they do offer WordPress integration. I don't know if that means like single sign-on or if it just means like you can embed stuff in WordPress, right? It says website integrations allow you to integrate Memberful directly with your website through WordPress or another provider. Uh, WordPress with a lowercase p. I know that's like a a hill that's not really worth dying on, but anytime, I, I don't know. I feel like anytime I see somebody say we need not potential clients, but like people who are like, we integrate with WordPress. Uh, if you're like really paying attention to everything that you need to do to properly integrate with WordPress, you should probably capitalize the P. Again, I know that's like a silly thing for like to, to whatever. That's not something I should, that's not a hill I should die on. But it it still is just, it's a red flag in my brain that I can't uh, stop having. But in any case, that's neither here nor there. So embed content into your WordPress site or other provider. So it sounds like maybe uh, they just have a generic way to do that. That's not necessarily like a WordPress plugin. Again, I don't know. I haven't done the research that deeply, um, but I would love like some single sign-on thing. Uh, but their fee structure is also, it seems like a bit much to me. It's 25 bucks a month plus 4.9% credit card processing fees. Uh, and they use Stripe, according to their website. And 4.9% is 2% more than Stripe's standard credit card processing fee. Uh, and there's no way they aren't getting a volume discount, right? Like like Stripe has this, this group model uh, where if you are a, if you are someone like Memberful or I think Easy Digital Downloads maybe does this, uh, you can more easily integrate Stripe with, with their platform uh, so that it's easier for the end user, right? They don't have to sign up for a Stripe account and everything goes through your account. Uh, and there, again, there are volume discounts and, and, and things like that. So um, there's no way Memberful is not using Patreon. Uh, um, there's no way Memberful is not using Stripe's volume discount. And they're still charging uh, 4.9% plus 25 bucks a month for uh, unlim unlimited plans. I guess there's no limit on the number of members, which is nice. Um, but uh, sell group memberships. Even, even paying 25 bucks a month, it still says powered by memberful badge on it, which is like, I don't know. Do I really need to pay 75 bucks more per month to get no member full branding? So there was just, this is me, the technical guy, uh, not liking some of the things 
but it's it's easier for not technical guys. So anyway, that was more time than I intended to spend on on memberful. Just to tell you, I didn't go with memberful. <laughs> That's and and I should say, if you're less technical, maybe memberful is the way to go for you. Um, their fee structure just seems very high to me, and I feel like there are better options out there. They've been making a big play in the podcasting space specifically, but with someone like Castos. You can offer that private feed uh, for free with their paid plans. So, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. There are people who love Memberful, probably love it. I'm not a big fan. Okay, so really long, really long uh, meandering way for me to say I knew I wanted to use a membership plugin for WordPress and I decided to go with Restrict Content Pro. Full disclosure, Restrict Content Pro is a sponsor of this podcast. That's not why I decided to go with them. They were always on my shortlist. Uh, I love the work that Sand Hills Development did. And then iThemes bought Restrict Content Pro. iThemes, a parent company of Liquid Web, who has long supported this podcast. Again, full disclosure. But it works really well. It's very easy to use. It's, it di- integrates directly with WordPress. It gives me the ability to make specific posts, pages, or custom post types, member only, members only. It even allows me to make taxonomies or specific post types. Uh, I should say, I should say it this way. It allows me to make single posts or pages, members only. It allows me to make full custom post types members only. Or it even allows me to make uh, certain taxonomies like categories or tags members only. And so the way this is perfect for me because all of my, all of these regular ad supported episodes are posts in WordPress. I've been doing that for a long time because before I switched over to Castos, I was using um, Castos and Seriously Simple, uh, Seriously Simple Podcasting, the plugin for WordPress. I was using PowerPress by Blueberry, and the way they architected their podcast was, uh, you would basically select a category of the post type post. So you would say, "I want the episodes category to be the podcast uh, category," and then you would just make posts, right? So your Podcast episodes were living with your blog posts if you were doing both. With Series of Simple Podcasting and Castos, they actually have a separate custom post type called podcast. So the way I'm able to divvy up the members-only episodes versus the free public episodes is I put the free public episodes in posts like I've always done because Series of Simple Podcasting is flexible enough to do that. Uh, the shout out to the Castos migration team for helping me make sure all of those things were uh, were done properly, all the uh, T's crossed and I's dotted. And then for the members only episodes, I use the native Castos podcast post type, which through Restrict Content Pro, I was able to say this is members only. So that's a little peek behind the curtain already, uh, but that was a that was a, a a big benefit for me, and it was easy. Uh, again, I'll say I'll talk more about this and build something more. But uh, when I tried to use Wishlist Member, which was the one I was really leaning towards because they have private RSS feeds built in. It was really conf- like frustratingly confusing trying to figure out what would be private and what would be public. So I'll talk about that more later, but it was frustrating. Restrict Content Pro also has ConvertKit integration. It supports multiple, uh, multiple payment gateways, uh, and it has a few other features, coupons and, and things like that. Uh, that just made me want to use them. I think that they offer a really fantastic product, and uh, I'm I'm happy. It's, it's and it's simple, right? It's not like overbearing. 
Uh, it's, it's customizable. There are tons of add-ons depending on what you need. Uh, as I record this, I'm told Zapier integration is coming soon. It's not quite here yet, but I'll talk about how I integrated Zapier anyway. Uh, but I'm excited to see that come natively. This episode is brought to you by Restrict Content Pro. If you need a fast, easy way to set up a membership site for yourself or your clients, look no further than the Restrict Content Pro WordPress plugin. Easily create premium content for members using your favorite payment gateway, manage members, send member-only emails, and more. You can create any number of subscription packages, including free levels and free trials. But that's not all. Their extensive add-ons library allows you to do even more, like drip out content, connect with any number of CRMs and newsletter tools, including ConvertKit and MailChimp, and integrate with other WordPress plugins like BBPress. Since the Build Something Club rolled out earlier this year, you can bet it's using Restrict Content Pro, and I have used all of the things mentioned here in this ad read. I have created free levels. I've created coupons. Uh, I use ConvertKit and I'm using it with BBPress for the forums. I'm a big fan of the team and I know they do fantastic work. The plugin has worked extremely well for me and I was able to get memberships up and running very quickly. Right now, they are offering a rare discount for How I Built It listeners only. 20% off your purchase when you use RCP How I Built It at checkout. That's RCP How I Built It, all one word. If you want to learn more about Restrict Content Pro and start making money with your own membership site, head on over to howibuilt.it slash RCP. That's howibuilt.it slash RCP. Thanks to Restrict Content Pro for supporting the show. And now let's get back to it. Okay, so now that you know the membership plugin I'm using, uh, there are other tools I'll be using. But first, I want to tell you the master plan, right? And the way I, I did this is I do everything on paper first, uh, and then I moved it over to Things. Just an aside that Things is the the uh, task manager that I've been testing out for the last month or so. Uh, I'll talk about that on another episode, or, or maybe even a very special build something more um, for for members only. But uh, I've been a longtime OmniFocus user. And I've decided to try things. I feel like I try to do this every 18 months, but it's actually sticking this time. So, uh, and you can see all of this stuff uh, in Build Something More. Uh, I will include links to everything that I talk about over at howibuilt.it slash 206. But the planning document for this episode, some of the pictures of the, the paper and screenshots from things will be available in Build Something More. So my membership implementation plan was set up a staging site, of course, uh, install and configure Restrict Content Pro, and then connect to some of the other tools I'm using. Uh, Uncanny Automator, for example, uh, is what I'm using to connect Restrict Content Pro to Zapier, uh, which I need to do in order to set up the Castos member feeds. Uh, then connect the payment gateways, implement two two quote-unquote plans. I'll talk about the reason uh, for the two plans in a minute. Uh, and then uh, I wanted to make sure everything was protected that needed to be protected. Protect the members-only series by uh, setting the podcast content post type to members-only. Um, you know, I want to uh, create a live stream page uh, right now, the live stream page is a uh, unlisted YouTube video, but I haven't done any live, uh, any live streams for members yet. Uh, working on that. Uh, deals, I want a deals page. Um, I want, I, I have members navigation. Now, I, I'll also say that all of the pages on, most of the pages on howibuilt.it right now are powered by Gutenberg, or I'm at least trying to do more just native Gutenberg stuff. Uh, and man, I set up a member's navigation uh, area, right? Like a, 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 a navigation menu called members only. And I could have sworn there was a, mem uh, a navigation Gutenberg block 
and there is not. And I was so annoyed by that. Um, I think it's coming in 5.7. If I read that correctly, uh, I think it's coming in 5.7, which is imminent. But man, when I set up that page, I was like, I got to create buttons with these links now. It was very frustrating. Uh, so set up Research Content Pro, Uncanny Automator, the payment gateways, uh, create the member pages and the private areas uh, for members only, then test everything. Uh, then, so I also have a membership over at Creator Courses. That is not front and center on the site anymore because I'm I'm shifting, uh, I'm shifting that site to be more a la carte courses. The a la carte courses sell much better than the members only or the memberships rather. But I do have some current members and some lifetime members. And I want to make sure that they are also getting some of the benefits because they're, uh, I again, they're, they're paying for access to the courses, but I did promise some extras. And so I also wanted to make sure that I set up um, the members feed for Creator Courses members. And then for the lifetime members, I, I need to migrate them over to how I built it, right? The lifetime members will have access to uh the how I built it membership as well. Again, because that's I, you know, I feel like um I want to deliver a little bit extra for them. I don't want to just throw another membership at them because they were the first people to kind of believe in what I was doing. And that that means something to me. Uh so that was that's kind of the stuff I wrote down on paper. Uh, I do have a the community aspect I, I'm building out actively, uh, which is um, BB Press for forums and Slack for real-time chat. Uh, there's a list of deals to pursue. I want to reach out to a bunch of people and offer deals to my memberships. Uh, I want to add member posts to the main feed but have them locked down. I think that sixcolors.com does this really well where uh, they have their private, their members only posts to kind of tease and say like, hey, you can get access to this if you become a member. Uh, I also had a club logo designed by Design Pickle. I'll probably do a full episode on Design Pickle somewhere in the near future. Um, create the pages again, add the navigation, custom artwork for the podcast. Um. And then uh, I had to do kind of a hacky thing. So, so let's talk about this first. Uh, the other tools that I, I am relying on for the membership are Uncanny Automator, as I mentioned, because they offer, uh, they offer a way to connect Restrict Content Pro to Zapier. They were gracious enough to provide me a free version of the plugin for me to test in that uh, free license has continued into the main site. So thank you to Uncanny Automator. I will link to them in the description over at howibuilt.it slash 206. Uh, and the first version of the plugin they sent me uh, had only had it so that if someone signs up for a specific membership, trigger a zap, right? Or connect to a webhook is what you need to do. I'll probably do a full tutorial on this as well. Um, but they didn't have a way for if someone cancels a membership. Uh, so they, they have added that since, and I've changed this. But the, the kind of clever workaround that I did for this was um, Restrict Content Pro. And this, this speaks to how well-made Restrict Content Pro is. Uh, I, they do just a very good job of... Uh, they've been around for a while. They're good developers. They anticipate the needs of their customers. Uh, and... So they make it so that if someone churns out of a paid membership, uh, you can automatically downgrade them to a free membership. So that coupled with Uncanny Automator's trigger, if someone joins a membership, uh, I had it so that if someone churns out of a paid membership, they join the Build Something Club free tier, which is not something anybody can sign up for. It's a private tier. Another thing that Restrict Content Pro had out of the box. Absolutely love it. Um, and so uh, so then I had Uncanny Automator have the trigger when somebody joins the free tier, remove their private access. Uh, so 
the way everything works, I'll try to, I'll do my best to describe this with words, is when someone signs up for a paid membership, that is the Build Something Club monthly or Build Something Club annually, uh, which I'll, again, I'll talk about in a little bit. When someone signs up for either one of those tiers, the trigger is someone signs up for a paid membership. The action is send the email and name to a Zapier webhook. Zapier has this great feature called webhooks where you can send any data you want. So basically, if you can send data to a webhook, anything can technically integrate with Zapier. Uh, So send the name and email to a webhook. Then I have a Zap set up for that webhook. And so so Zapier says, when data is sent to this webhook, Add them to a Castos private feed. Uh, so Castos's Zapier integration has two actions. Add someone to a private feed and remove someone from a private feed. So again, when someone signs up for a paid membership over at How I Built It, Uncanny Automator sends their name and email to a Zapier webhook. Zapier takes the information sent from that webhook and then sends it to Castos to create a private feed. Castos then handles the email and all that stuff, sending the the member the link. Before Uncanny Automator integrated uh, a trigger for when someone cancels a membership, what I did was this. I set up a separate trigger that said, if someone joins a a free membership tier, send their name and email to a different Zapier webhook. That webhook uh, is being watched by a Zap that then removes that email from the private feed. And again, since uh, since Uncanny Automator added the uh, cancels membership, I updated that because now there's not any confusion on who is and is not a member, who does or does not have access to the private feed. So that's Uncanny Automator. It works really well. Uh, I had there were a couple of uh, things that confused me a little bit. I provided feedback, and their development team is just like all ears. Absolutely love it um, because they, you know, they really take the feedback to heart, and it's really important to them to make a good product, and that is what matters most to me. So really happy to be uh, on team Uncanny Automator for this. Uh, so that that's the main tool. Well, that's one of the tools. That's the tool I'm using for automation. Also, I should say before I move on that uh, Uncanny Automator has a lot of other integrations based on the plugins you're using that I really need to explore um, because uh, using using this plugin to do one thing is kind of like using uh, a uh, like a Lamborghini as a cup holder, right? Like so. Um, I, I want to explore this more. I love automation. And so I, I think it's a really good plugin. Uh, Castos is the core of my podcast. And with their private feeds, they've made it super easy to offer memberships that have access to a private feed. Uh, I'm not sure how I would have done this without Castos's private feed integration. Uh, I think I probably would have had to go with wishlist member because I'm not sure how else I would offer a private member feed. But Castos handles it, and I love it. Uh, Okay, and then ConvertKit. Uh, Again, Restrict Content Pro has some ConvertKit integrations um, where when somebody makes a purchase, their information is sent to ConvertKit with the purchase information, so I know who has uh, purchased a Build Something Club membership. Uh, I'm mostly using that to add them to a add a custom field that says they're currently a member so that they can get the members only newsletter. Uh, and then Restrict Content Pro has a specific field or action when someone churns out, uh, when somebody, sorry, if you're unfamiliar with the term churns out, it means that somebody stops paying for the subscription that they were previously paying for. But when someone no, is no longer a paying member, Restrict Content Pro allows me to tag them as such. Uh, so I have an automation that says when a, when a user gets tagged, does this update their custom field? Shout out to Brennan Dunn uh, for sending me what was a very long and thoughtful article. Uh, I'll be sure to link that in the show notes as well about why tags in ConvertKit are bad and why you should use uh, custom fields more. 
And the main argument he makes is that uh, tag management is is crazy, right? Like you can have somebody tagged as member, but also churned, right? Where if you have a custom field called membership status, say, I can change that to yes, they are a current member or no, they are not a current member. Uh, and it's and you're not adding like technical tag debt to uh, to your users. And so tags maybe are perhaps a better way to use tags is to categorize your uh, your subscribers. But if you're using like real time data, tags are not great for that. Uh, so I'll link that in the show notes as well uh, to Brennan Dunn's tag article. Uh, so those are the three main tools I'm using uh, outside of Restrict Content Pro. So uh, now let's get into the levels and rewards. This episode is brought to you by Text Expander. It's a new year and you can start off on the right foot by reclaiming your time. With Text Expander, you can save time by converting any text you type into keyboard shortcuts called snippets. Say goodbye to repetitive text entry, spelling and message errors, and trying to remember the right thing to say. With Text Expander, you can say the right thing in just a few keystrokes. Better than copy and paste, better than scripts and templates, Text Expander snippets allow you to maximize your time by getting rid of the repetitive things you type while still customizing and personalizing your messages. Text Expander can be used in any platform, any app, anywhere you type. Take back your time and increase your productivity in the new year. And let me just say that Snippets is not all it does. With advanced snippets, you can create fill-ins, pop-up fields, and much more. You can even use JavaScript or AppleScript. I can type out full instructions for my podcast editor, Hi Joel, in just a few keystrokes. Another one of my favorite and most used snippets is PPT. This will take whatever text I have on my keyboard and convert it to plain text, so I'm no longer fighting formatting. Plus, if you have employees or contractors, you can use Text Expander to manage and share snippets with them so you all get it right every time. I've recently started sharing Text Expander snippets with my virtual assistant. This year, How I Built It is focusing on being productive while working from home. Text Expander is the perfect tool for that. Plus, they're providing resources and blog posts to help you make the most of their tool and be productive. Text Expander is available on macOS, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. If you've been curious about trying Text Expander or simple automation in general, now is the time. Listeners can get 20% off their first year. Just visit textexpander.com slash podcast and let them know that I sent you. There's only one level. It is the Build Something Club. Uh, there are two ways to pay for that level. One is monthly, which is $5 a month. One is annually, which gets you two months for free. Uh, but again, if you listen to episode 205 uh, about my failed Patreon experiment, uh, you'll know that I offered too many levels over there. I think I had five ranging from like a dollar to a hundred dollars a month. It was very confusing. I didn't even really know how I would differentiate. I was just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks, right? Uh, so for this, I wanted to simplify. I'm, I wanted to make the choice a lot easier for people who want to support this show and get access to extra content. So there is one level with two different pay points, uh, which is very common, right? Usually annually saves you some money. Maybe in the future, I introduce more levels based on feedback from the members, based on more things I'm doing. Uh, and I'll talk about that and build something more as well. Um, because I do have some ideas, but I'm not ready. Uh, I'm not ready to implement that yet. I want to see how this goes for a while. 
I think the theme throughout the last two episodes is that I rushed into Patreon charging headfirst in in this land grab to make money. And I don't want to do that now. I want to be way more deliberate about what I'm offering my members uh, because I want to do right by them. And I want to do right by the sponsors too, right? Because the sponsors are paying for a certain number of downloads, essentially. And I, I want to make sure that I adjust appropriately um, so that, you know, if a thousand people sign up for the membership, that's a thousand fewer downloads per week. And I want to adjust accordingly. Maybe my members still get access to the sponsorship deal uh, on the deals page. Again, all stuff I'm, I'm currently working through. I didn't think they were stoppers to launch the, the sponsorship or to launch the membership. But they are things I need to kind of think through. So levels and rewards uh, are, there's the one level. As far as the rewards go, uh, the, uh, the Build Something More podcast includes ad-free episodes. It has pre- and post-show bonus content. Uh, usually it's post-show, though I did have a really good pre-show episode with Michelle Knight coming up. Uh, where we like talked about nerdy things. Uh, but usually it's the show after the show uh, where the guest says something during the actual interview that I want to expand upon more in the post show. Those conversations have been really fantastic. Uh, and I think that, um, you know, as as a member of the Build Something Club, I I, I think there's a lot of value in them. Um, and even these solo episodes, right? I have some content that I, I'm ready to talk about with members only. I go a little bit deep, right? Again, last week, I gave you access to numbers uh, and and a spreadsheet. Like you could download the spreadsheet of what I made on Patreon and, and see exactly how it breaks down by month. So there's pre and post show bonus content. There's quarterly members only episodes. Uh, I have a couple of ideas for the first one uh, that I'm really excited about. Um, so, you know, that's like, it's four extra episodes a year. Um, but it's, again, it's stuff that I can kind of go deeper on and more personal. Um, member interviews is something that I, I added here again, because the name of the game, I think I mentioned this last week, but the name of the game is when you're starting a membership, you want a low effort, high reward, right? All of the things that I was, or most of the things that I was doing for the Patreon were high effort, maybe high reward, but they were high effort. The pre and post show bonus content for this membership, that is low effort for me. I continue to talk. I think of more content and more questions, but creating content is like my job now. Uh, Ad-free episodes is another thing. My, I don't, I don't record the ads live during the episode. So for my editor to produce an ad-free episode is really easy. He does all the processing. He saves the ad-free episode and then he adds in the ads. So it's not really extra work for him. It's a little extra work, but he's not creating two separate episodes. Uh, so members, member interviews is something I added here because uh, as I get more members, as I publicize this a bit more, um, getting talking to my members about whatever they're working on, what they're building, right? Because my members uh, are called builders, uh, thanks to Patrick Garman and his, his input. Because I'm like, what do I call my members? He's like, why don't you just call them builders? And I'm like, right, forest for the trees. Uh, so I want to know what they're building and I want to highlight them and build that community. Uh, so member interviews, again, that's just 20 minutes of my time. I, I talk to members it's real, and it's, it's helpful for me too. So again, low effort, high reward. Uh, advanced look at the schedule. Because I use Airtable for my scheduling, I was able to create a view that's basically what are the upcoming episodes that haven't been recorded yet. And then right underneath is a form that allows uh, members to submit questions. So I have those questions before uh, the interview and I get to ask them either in the main episode, if it makes sense, or in the, the members only episode. 
they there's also the behind the scenes newsletter where I talk about some things that are upcoming and things I've been working on. And uh, I usually have like a sneak peek at how I did something. Uh, and maybe that, maybe that makes its way into the public, uh, my public content realm months from now. Uh, and then special deals and offers. So those are the things that, again, they are, there's a lot here. I think, you know, I'm, I'm part of a membership that offers less than this. Uh, but I'm part of a couple of memberships that offer less than this. But uh, I think that for five bucks a month, this is worth it, right? Again, for the memberships I'm a part of, there's ad-free episodes, pre and post shows. One of the memberships I'm part of does member interviews, which I got to participate in. One of the memberships I'm a part of does special deals. Um, but all of these things combined, it's it's it doesn't create... I, I don't want to say it's this was easy for me uh, because there are parts of the membership that are not easy, like the technical stack, but the stuff I'm offering are things that allow me to actually deliver, which is the main and most important difference between this and my Patreon. I can actually deliver on the benefits for this membership. And I have been, I have been since before I even launched memberships Starting in January, the first episode in January, there's an ad-free version of that. This, the second or third episode, we start to get into the bonus content and the post-show interviews. So uh, there's a back catalog too. I'm really, and I'm really happy about that. Um, I, hope, I hope my current members are too. Uh, so that's levels and rewards. Testing. For testing, I'm not going to dive into a whole test plan here, but I filled out all the forms. I tested each level and access. I made sure the zaps were working properly. And I tested the uh, ConvertKit automation. There were a couple of snafus along the way. I'm happy I didn't get 100 members in a day because uh, I made a change to the Uncanny Automator trigger. Uh, this was one of the things that confused me that Ryan and his team helped clear up. Um that made it so the information wasn't being sent to Castos. They helped me fix that. It is fixed now. Um, but, you know, kind of working... Uh, my tests worked. And then I made a change that I didn't test because I thought I implicitly understood how something worked. Um, but making sure everything worked properly, making sure there's access, the access uh, is turned on correctly. Uh, I had to delete cache a couple of times because something was weird. But uh, testing went pretty smoothly. And again, that's because Restrict Content Pro makes things really easy. And they've been around for a while. And I can trust there are things that work. Um, and then I, I launched it to the world. And I've gotten some feedback from, uh, from members already. Uh, one thing is, is this was something that I overlooked. Uh, the price that they paid was not in the invoice email. Um, so I fixed that. Really easy to do in your Shift Content Pro. Uh, so that was the testing plan. Uh, if you want to know more about the testing plan, let me know, and I, I can I can talk about that in another Build Something More episode. Or uh, if there's if I have a guest where we talk testing, I can I can get into it, or I can respond back to you. Um, but I'm sure there'll be a YouTube video as well about me kind of like showing exactly how this works without the personally identifiable information of my members. Uh, so that was testing. Now there's the community aspect. Uh, there were there something in me really wants to make forums work. Like I just I love the idea of forums because it's a nice place to find all of the information that you might want. Uh, it's easier to use than Facebook groups. It is easier to use than Slack or some other real-time chat. You have a full searchable archive of topics. So I'm building out BB Press forums, BB Press for forums. This is another reason to use Restrict Content Pro, uh, or maybe BB using BB Press as a reason uh, using BB Press because I'm using Restrict Content Pro because uh, I have tight integration. I can make specific boards members only. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going to have public forums uh, to really build that community. And then I'll have private forums for members only. Some of those private forums are things like 
support is one. Um, questions for guests is another. So if users don't want to fill out the form, uh, they can, uh, I'll post kind of the upcoming schedule there and they can submit their questions. You probably hear me turning pages because uh, I have some more notes in my notebook about what I thought good, um, you know, good members only forums would be. Uh, suggestion box. That's for members only. Ask me anything for members only. Uh, and then perhaps support forums, right? So what are you building? What are you stuck on? This could be free, but for the members only support forums, uh, if I'm strapped for time and I, I can only do one, I will go to the members only forum first. Uh, so there's a benefit there too. Um, and I will just say like... <sighs> I want to make the BB press boards look better. I think on my live stream next week, this week, I guess, as this episode comes out, I'll probably do more of that because it's, it looks forums to some people feel like early two thousands and BB press looks early two thousands. Um, like there's a hard coded font size of 12 pixels for everything, which looks tiny uh, and I want to fix that. I want to make them look better. So that's going to be, I want, I really want them to look like discourse forums. Uh, I love the way discourse looks. And so that'll be my pet project moving forward. Uh, and then Slack. So I wanted some real time chat, uh, and I was going to go with discord, but ultimately Slack is more straightforward. It's used by more of my audience. I did a social media poll saying Slack or Discord and overwhelmingly Slack was chosen in both Twitter and Instagram. And while I think Discord is probably better for the community aspect of things, um, you can have rules, you can drop the ban hammer, things like that. It is very overwhelming. Uh, it probably also has tighter integration for like automatically creating members and things like that. Uh, Slack doesn't really do that well. Um, at least it doesn't do that well across the board. Like you can't do that in Zapier, which is insane to me, whatever I'll talk about. The, uh, that's like not really a thing I want to talk about, but um, yeah, you would think that you could invite somebody via Slack, uh, via Zapier to Slack or rescind an invitation or remove somebody via Zapier. But that's not what Slack was built for, right? Slack was built for teams, for people you probably don't need to automate, right? They have the feature where if they have an email address for your organization, um, then they can, they can automatically sign up. Whereas Discord was built for the community aspect of it. Um, but ultimately Slack is more straightforward. I'll get into this more and, and build something more. Uh, but I did choose Slack uh, because that's where most of my audience lives. And it's a little bit easier for me to use, I think. All right. So that's the community aspect. Uh, again, th f future plans. Um, one of the things that Restrict Content Pro doesn't do because it's a digital membership is collect the address. Uh, there is a way for me to hook into Restrict Content Pro and add some extra form fields. Right now, it's just kind of in the onboarding email. It's like, hey, send me your address so that I can mail you things. Um, so I want to collect the address, the address up front when the user, when the member signs up. And like in my head, I'm like, I want the sign up form to be as easy as possible. But I also want to send them their member chips, right? Or like random stuff, um, hopefully in the future. So uh, collecting the address up front is important. Maybe I, maybe I do that some other way where it's, it's not necessarily up front, but I email them and I say, hey, if you want free stuff, fill out this form so I can have your address. Uh, I also need to nail down deals for members. I haven't done a lot of that outreach yet. Um, I'm offering a deal for creator courses, my, my brand, but you know, I'd like to find tools that help small business owners and offer 
discount to them. So I have a short list. Actually, it's a pretty long list that I, of people I need to reach out for. But I, I also want it to be a good mix of digital and actual physical products and services. Because like just like 10% on every WordPress plugin ever is, is one thing. But like uh, 10% off for a flat fee for uh, consulting with an accountant or whatever. Or, um, you know, a lawyer. Maybe that's like super valuable to certain people. Uh, I want to make the BB Press boards look better. And I want to explore other communities like Circle uh, to see what popular platforms are doing. In the, in the future, like in the next few months, I, I want to create a YouTube video that's like how to recreate Circle on WordPress. And I need to actually use Circle to, uh, to, to understand what, what they're doing, what they're doing well. Um, so I, I, definitely, I definitely want to do more of that. Uh, but that's everything. I talked about the tools I'm using to build the Build Something Club. I got into the nitty gritty a little bit, right? I didn't have to do any custom coding, I don't think, besides some CSS to get the BB Press forums like legible. Um, this is not a knock on, uh, that sounds like a knock on the development team, um, but it's not. It's just they probably need to have some amount of CSS to make the forums not look completely broken if a theme doesn't support things like that. I would love to see themes support more, like uh, add more BB Press support. Uh, I've heard Astra has it. I'm currently using a Genesis theme. Maybe I'll explore using Astra. I know there are themes specifically for BB Press, but that means I would have to set up a separate forum uh, or a separate WordPress website for BB Press only and syncing between two WordPress sites. Right? I want the single sign-on experience. I don't want my members to have to sign up for yet another WordPress site. Just use the forums. So uh, I definitely want to go through that more. It'll probably require some custom code, but I haven't written a whole lot yet. Uh, I talked about the other tools I'm using, Uncanny Automator, Castos, and ConvertKit. Why? I have one level with two two different payment uh with two different uh payment levels or frequencies um testing and future plans. I hope you liked this episode. Uh, if you did uh let me know. Uh, you know what? If you did give us a rating on on Apple Podcasts, a rating and review. It really helps the show go a long way. Uh, I will link to that uh, and everything I talked about over at howibuilt.it slash 206. I want to thank uh, Text Expander, Restrict Content Pro, and Outgrow for sponsoring this episode. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your support. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. If you want to sign up for the Build Something Club, now that you've learned all about it, you can go to buildsomething.club and sign up right there. As I record this, the founder promo, 25% off, is still going on. So you can get in the door for $37.50 a year, which I think is, is big value. So uh, there you go. Buildsomething.club. Everything will be linked over at howibuilt.it slash 206, though. Uh, if you are listening to this over on the Build Something More feed, stick around. We're going to go deeper. For everybody else, thanks so much for listening. And until next time, get out there and build something. <laughs>